We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Who sends this crap? Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to Radio D&D. I'm James Landoff, the Dungeon Master, a.k.a. Mr. Mayor. Hi, I'm Stephanie, and I play Mariah. Hi, I'm Mike, and I play Marcus. I'm Casey, and I play B. I'm Ethan, and I play Zephyr. Now, roll that recap. Hey there, all you fine fellows. You're listening to 98.3 The Drum. After an awkward breakfast, the Lonely Hawks group up to venture into the Badlands once more. Their destination? The abandoned Woolforge factory once operated by the Iron Heart Initiative. On their way, they reminisced on old times, paying a visit to the Demon War Memorial, though no time was spent visiting Diego. Finding the facility nestled in a small mountain range at the edge of the Badlands, they were greeted by a Woolforge sentry specialized in guarding against unwanted personnel. Taking the lead, Marcus and Zephyr scoped out the entrance, finding an old scrying orb with a recording of the facility during the accident, showing Bert and his missing steel defender despite his claims of not being there when it occurred. Thinking it best not to tell B, they regrouped and pressed forward, feeling something stir in the factory's depths. I would like to let you guys know that due to the vision situation of this facility, if you are relying on dark vision alone, you will be at disadvantage for perception checks. What do you mean Uh, by dark vision alone? So when you're using your dark vision, everything is treated as lightly obscured, I believe, which means when you're in areas of of dim light, you're at disadvantage for your perception checks. So unless you have a source of light uh, that gives you bright light, you're at disadvantage. Uh, What about like the goggles of night? Is that the same kind of idea? Uh, Those grant you dark vision. Okay, cool. We need bright light. I don't have Um, anything. I have candles. I have five candles. Uh, are they the equivalent of torches? I'm I'm not sure. I think they're just candles. Let me see. Um, My sheet literally just says candle. A candle sheds bright light in a five foot radius in dim light for an additional five feet. Is there hey. like are there like any like fabrics like or anything anything flammable uh, nearby? Inside the facility, no. Uh, but I don't think it's too oh. far off to say you might have a spare garment that you can use. Mm-hmm. Also, your uh, if anyone has like rudimentary like adventuring packs, those should come with torches. Oh, I think I might have one. Well, <laughs> I also have the tiara of flowers, and I can grow flowers uh, in a ten foot square around me. Um, which we, I have 10 charges, so we could light that shit on fire. Yeah, I guess I do have a sport, an explorer's kit, so. Yeah, it's just a matter of who's holding the torch. I could put it on Battleby so nobody has to hold it. Battleby has cup holders. Mm-hmm. You put it in the cup holder. Battleby has cup holders. Yeah. 
That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's, them. It's the ones that you have at movie theaters where it's like the bottom is exposed. That way it can stick all the way through. I knew this thing would come in handy more than for just cups. The cup holder pops out and you you put the torch in. Boom. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you guys light up the torch and uh, light washes through the interior so you guys can see better. Uh, and you guys come to the elevator at the end of the hall. I missed this part earlier, but it leads to a pair of elevators, uh, though one of them has collapsed and barely resembles an elevator. The other one still seems to be in good working order. Uh, there also used to be stairs. Uh, however, they have also collapsed. And occasionally, uh, flashes of, of blue electricity will light up your vision. As you see, there are live wires hanging detached from the ceilings and walls. Doors and stuff at the end of the hall, or, or just the elevators? Uh, the elevator has, has doors, but I think uh, Zephyr and Marcus hailed the elevator, which caused it to rise from below, which, you know, I pointed out was odd because that would have implied someone was either still down there or had gone down there at one point and not returned. But it's that, you know, the elevator's already already there, but the doors have closed. So the, the doors open and you guys see the platform in front of you. Good. No dead bodies. Uh, nope, no dead bodies on the elevator. It's a 25 by 25 square foot metal lift. Uh, it has an exposed top, so it's literally just a rising sheet of metal with hydraulics. I'm literally uh, getting Silent Hill vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, but it's it's industry grade and, and could easily support several tons. He is gonna be like, and she's gonna like look at the floor. I th I think this is good. I th this looks like real. This looks like a good industry standard elevator that should be okay. I think that this is like OSHA regulated <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, there's cherry a, a cherry sign. berry definitely cherry berry definitely checks this out. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I just look over to the other collapsed one. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, the frame is completely collapsed. Uh, it's probably why you didn't notice it to begin with. But yeah, it's... <laughs> um, is there like railings? And, I mean, is, this, is this a safe place for us to be? So the, the shaft is enclosed. It's, it's literally just like a platform that rises through a square cylinder. Wow. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. So that like the sides are are flush with the wall. You you don't have any risk of falling off. So we're just surrounded by a, a big metal wall with a platform going down. Basically, yeah. And and you can right. see the grooves uh, that like allow the the elevator to to go up and down the shaft. I would like to state that Sherry, our our lord, our lordess and savior, the uh, Sherry Berry, the elevator lady. <laughs> was honored with themed beers anyway what she, who is got... scary berry <laughs> she um okay so, <laughs> okay so i don't know about this either okay good 
purple. Okay. Very, very very is, it's a um, North Carolina thing. It's a North oh Carolina. my goodness. She is the former North Carolina commissioner of labor and her picture was in every single elevator that like she had to like, I guess, approve for standards or whatever. Anyway, she's an icon. Oh my God, there's any her approval process. Every elevator in the state of North Carolina has her photo. Uh, next to a uh, scheduled maintenance uh, and inspection sticker. So all the elevator employees go out there and inspect things as they pass, they stick her face uh, along with a approved sticker inside every single elevator. Yep, she's an icon. Oh man. Didn't we want to check around the first floor a little bit more before we went into the elevator? Yeah, so you guys, I'll just expedite this a little bit. You guys spend a little of time looking over the uh, wreckage inside. Uh, Nothing too noteworthy. You guys do see uh, several broken down warforged that seem to have scorch marks on them as if they were attacked with fire or set on fire. Uh, you're, You're not really sure. But after looking around, you don't find anything... Uh, too noteworthy. All right. We're really trying to get you guys in this elevator. Just yeah, like, I can. It's like the, the place well, to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, um, <laughs> I guess after that, like, let's go into the elevator, baby. Elevator time. Oh. About to get into Marcus our encounter on this the elevator. Ah. Uh, there are, are uh, many floors. Um, which, which floor do you go to? I would look at the buttons to see which one would be most used, like whichever one like might have the numbers uh, most worn down, or if there was some kind of soot from a fire, uh, maybe one the floor that doesn't have as much soot. Uh, not as much soot. Yeah, I'm saying like if there were a fire, there'd be like some smoke and soot that would settle on the buttons, and if somebody went down there after the soot, there would be a little bit less soot on a particular button. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Make a make an investigation check. You don't get them. I should have a spyglass that'd be good for this. Yeah, you. Oh. For, uh, detective. Oh, never uh, mind. Twenty. You. Uh, oh, well, if it's a, a twenty, that's fine. Uh, yeah, just puts you... it away. Thank you, thing. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry. I thought I was the detective here. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I just rubbed your arm. It's okay. We'll get you on the next thing, babe. Um, you can look so, at too. I may have missed something. Uh, you can you can tell that the button that is worn down the most is the first floor, uh, which is the floor directly below you guys. However, uh, with your twenty, uh, there is noticeably less dust and soot on the basement floor button. Okay. Um, I would relay that little observation to folk before I pushed either the first floor or the basement button. Yeah. Uh, It looks like somebody went down to the basement more recently, but it looks like the first floor is the most commonly visited. I think um, we should go to the first floor first because I I do want to look around. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. I know someone's um, I, here too, which is we probably might have to deal with that too. Marcus would motion for B to push the button. 
I reach the button, right? Because gnomes use this facility. Gnomes use this facility, so it's uh, I, I think there's actually two different keypad panels. Uh, one one tall one and one lower one. Oh, I love things that are accessible. Amazing. <laughs> uh, a question then: uh, <laughs> Which panel had the the button that was less dusty? The top one or the bottom one? The upper one. Okay. But the more frequently used one was the lower one. All right, so you hit the button. Go. He hits the button. Uh, the doors, it, rather than close uh, horizontally, the, the door closes from the top. So you guys see the, this thick sheet of metal uh, come down in front of you. The elevator lurches. And at a snail's pace, begins descending below. It's a couple of moments uh, before the doors open up, or the door opens up into a large sort of entrance hall. The main hall is far more damaged than you saw the entrance was. You see several piles of rubble uh, and broken machinery. There are several Warforged that lie broken and inactive around the room. Uh, you can also see the corresponding staircases that are also caved in. And there is actually a construct that is kind of semi-buried under the rubble of one of the staircases, though it seems to be majorly un intact. How close is that to the door? How about I move you over to the map? Oh no, there's going to be an encounter. <laughs> so you guys can see that the construct is is pretty close. Uh, and now that you guys are on the map, I can describe it a little more. It wears this large battery pack, kind of as a power supply on its back. And you see its hands end in these prong-like appendages, almost like a, a plug. It looks like we might have a walking taser. <laughs> huh. um, I would turn to the party and say, well, we we might want somebody to stay with the elevator in case somebody recalls it. Or do we want to all venture forward? Well, I mean, the elevator's working, so I mean, we could always recall it. I I can stay in the elevator. I have I have a lot of things that I can use at range. Um, so. I think I think um, you should stand right outside the elevator because what if it's recalled and you don't have time to hit the button and then you you leave? Okay, don't leave. All right, I won't leave. I promise, B. Hey, B, do you want to come with me to investigate this automaton, this, uh, oh, yes. this construct? Definitely. We should try to figure out if it's working and if it's friendly. B will step towards it. Um, I think she'll get off of Battle B, leave Battle B right outside the elevator, kind of just right near. As you guys enter the room, since oh, no. Battle B has a source of light, not at disadvantage. Could you guys please make a perception check? All of us? Yep, that's fine. Okay, because they I think got a 14. That... 14. Oh, my God, Uh, okay. Oh, oh, baby. A 15. 
got Halo as well. Please help us, Halo. Damn. <laughs> oh my goodness. How uh, many? So everyone's perception check oh is high enough except for Zephyr's. I think to compensate for his, though, someone can can nudge him as this is happening so he is not surprised. I will nudge him. Okay, that's that's fine. Use your reaction. Got him. Uh, <laughs> um, you will you will see from the what seemed to be inert war forge that were lying around the room. They begin to move. You see their red eyes uh, blazing in their warforged skulls, uh, and they brandish weapons. You guys would select your tokens and roll initiative, please. Get back in the elevator. For this, for B's first turn, she has a panic attack. Okay. She's not feeling the too uh, Warforged only get nines. He's not feeling too great. We got an 18, though. Pretty good. It's like when you see a spider and you immediately pull your shoe off and you're ready to go. Halo got a five. Even though you should not kill spiders. Zephyr's gonna fuck some shit up. Emerging from these piles, you guys see these what look to be decades-old warforged that still seem to be live. Quick question, Mariah, what's your dex bonus? It's a pl- I have a plus two to dex. Okay, so you go before them then. Okay, sounds good. Uh, uh, Zephyr, you are first to act. What would you like to do? Uh, they appear to... hostile to you. I'm going to move over to here and I'm going to shoot the closest one right here. I'm going to shoot that twice. 13. Uh, 13 misses. Ooh. Uh, Nat 11. one, uh, your, on your gun one. takes a negative one penalty from misfire. That's to attack or? Uh, to attack and damage. Uh, I think I'm just going to do... You know, yeah, I'm an action, uh, action search since there's a bunch around us. So, I'm going to shoot again. Uh, same one? Yes. Yep, yeah, 24 hits, as does a 16. You hit him for a total of 18 points. Very cool. That's the end of your turn, then. B? Has B seen these type of models of Warforge before? Like, whether it was just, like, random parts in her dad's garage? I... Or, like, in pictures, or in, like, her, probably the books she's been studying? Make a history check. 22, okay. Yep, so these are the base model. Literally, they're, they are the base model of Warforged. They are basically just infantry, uh, like foot soldiers. They don't really specialize in anything but combat. They have the same pieces inside? That's like in Shunwei? Uh, Shunwei is a different model. But do they have those? What do you... That's something what, equivalent. Uh, like, what, what piece are you talking about? That piece that Shunwei used... What's it called? It's like their little inner core thing. They're... Uh, that, that has a very, very specific name. All Warforged have those. Okay. I didn't know if this was like a type that like weren't really sentient yet uh these appear to be actual warforged okay okay i think what b is gonna do she she's gonna panic 
<laughs> um, oh my god, there's so many. With your with your history check, I'll go ahead and give you one of the traits that they have. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, these fighters are they have two different variations of attack, uh, which they can swap between at will. Uh, they have a longsword and a crossbow. Um, they also specialize in ambush tactics and have advantage when one of their allies is within within five feet of their target. Okay, so so if we're if I'm near one, people can shoot me with their crossbows and get advantage. Is that what you mean? Pack tactics. So they have advantage on attack rolls if at least one of their allies is within five feet of their target. Okay, B will yell that. Be careful. They they they're really good. Don't get close to a lot of them. They're really good. They're um real good buddy fighters. And um at least try to save one. I want to talk to them. He pulls out her. <laughs> B's gonna hop on Battle B at that point and I guess shoot them. Alright. Uh gonna... so yeah, you you jump on the the cannon. Yeah. She'll be like, I'm so sorry. And she'll just shoot the one that Zephyr shot. Do I get two attacks since I'm yeah I'm just using the cannon on her. Uh, your cannon has the reload though, right? It has the clip size. Uh, but I have the gunner feet. Ah, yes, you ignore that. So I get two shots. Yeah, that is correct. Yes. Uh, so the 10, 10 misses, uh, but the nineteen hits for ten bludgeoning damage. Okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, so it like wings it in the shoulder. It's its torso spins around on its legs, uh, and it catches its its balance and and looks at you dead in the eyes. I guess it's not. I would just be like, um, can you guys also don't try to like completely demolish them, and then B will step forward on Battle B, and Battle B will attack. Um, Battle B can use her force-powered rend. Oof, eight. Uh, the eight misses. Uh-oh. Okay. Yep, that's it. Okay. He's just not fully into this yet. Alright, Mirai, that is your turn. I'm gonna move right next to Marcus for now. These are metal. They are completely metal. Uh-huh. Uh and the spell ends if 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 the creature dies, right? In, in terms of heat metal, I can't just You can't swap it to another one. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I'm gonna on this one that is ooh damn. On this one right here that's very close to B, I'm gonna go ahead and cast heat metal. No no check meat needed. It is on fire. Good. Uh, does it take damage when you cast a spell or just on its turn? Uh, hold on, let me check this spell description. It takes the choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or suit of heavy metal armor. You can see, does that count since it's a warforged? Does that count as a manufactured metal object? Yeah, and, uh, and we've ruled it in the past that oh, it can be any metal, so you're- That's, that's right. <laughs> totally yeah. forgot. No um until the spell ends you uh Sorry. it does take the 2d8 fire initially when you cast it yes yeah so it looks like it takes it um on my turn when i use my bonus action to continually cast it so yeah mm -hmm. i'm just 
I'm uh, but I still have my bonus action now. Which, uh, but go ahead and roll the damage for the initial casting. I already did. It was nine. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, right. it rolls nine. Nine five. Yeah, so I'm gonna go ahead and toss um, a bardic inspiration over to B because she looks like she's about to get her shit kicked in. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, the Warforged. The uh, that one will move thirty feet, and that one can only move uh, with a dash to get there. These guys will definitely gang up on B. No. And then these guys will go there. Uh, B, you will get an opportunity attack as one of them runs by you. Battle B is going to stick her leg out and try to trip him. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Both of you both of you can get opportunity attacks if you're willing to have Battle B use her reaction. Uh, keep in mind that means she won't be able to use her reaction to defend you. Oh, shoot, because she can use deflect right. attack. Right. It's okay. I'll just do it. Uh, just an attack then? Yes. Okay, so both of you can get attacks. B tries to knock this Warforge head off. All right. Uh, make I your attack. I guess my light hammer? A 20, and it takes six blood non-lethal bludgeoning damage to the head. I just did All right. It. I'll just be uh, like, stop and... moving! <laughs> yeah, you, you ding it on the head as it runs by. Uh, Battle B, are you using her reaction as well? No, I will not. Okay. That one will go right there. That one will run there. And then uh, the last one will go there. So that leaves three attacks on Zephyr. Uh, these are advantage. Well, the first one won't be at advantage because the, the first one had to get there first. Uh, so this one's at normal. So two attacks at normal. Uh, 21 and an 11. Yeah, that. Yeah, 21 hits. Okay, you take four slashing damage. Uh, so four more attacks on Zephyr at advantage. All right. So first one is a 12, misses. Uh, 19. Uh, that's my AC. Okay. Uh, so you'll take another 7. And then two more attacks. Uh, two 9s missing. And then a 16 also missing. Misses. Next will be B. Uh, first two are at normal because the first one had to get into your uh, range first. So first two attacks. A 22 and an 18. Yes, they both hit. Uh, let me know if you're deflecting any of these attacks. It's just deflecting is just posing disadvantage. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you take 16 slashing damage as these uh, Warforged run up to you and, and start carving India. Okay, Battle uh, B is going to impose disadvantage and deflect attack on the next one. On the next one. So the next four attacks are at advantage. The first one will be at normal because of the disadvantage. Uh, that's a, that's a twenty. That's oh shit! Yep, that hits. Okay, so another seven slashing. Dang. Okay. And then three attacks at advantage. Oh. A twenty, an eighteen, a thirteen. Okay, the twenty and eighteen hit. 
Okay, uh, you take another 12 slashing damage. About half my health. Over half my health. That comes to Mirai. Uh, one of them had to get in range of you first, so two attacks at normal. Oh, God. 17 and a 23. They both hit. Uh, you take 13 slashing damage. Uh, that one that's in range of... Marcus is still going to go after you, Mirai, just because it gets advantage on its attacks. So you're looking at another six attacks at advantage. Great. Uh, 21, yep. a crit. Yep. Oh, um, 23. So that is 27 damage. Okay. Fine. And then three more. 22, a 17, and a 21. They all hit. You take another 21 damage. Okay, I'm, I'm still up. All right. Uh, I, that's I only... the, that is the end of their turn. Marcus, it is your turn. Okay. Holy oh, shit. Fuck. Um, just a question of circumstance. Mm-hmm. This charger that's buried beneath it, does it look like it's been attacked by a sword or a crossbow? No, it, it looks like it uh, sort of lost power, uh, and this is where it rests. Could? Oh, there's no way for me to know if that'll help us or not. Looking at the, at the thing, is there any obvious power disconnect? Uh, what do you mean? It, is there a battery terminal that's come loose? Is there a broken transformer? Is there a, uh, a power coupler that's come uncoupled? Uh, like the source of why it, it lost power. Yeah. Make a quick Arcana check. Arcana. Oh, it's gonna go great. Uh, or or investigation. I I know you're you're probably better with that one. That is a a nat one. So total of eight. I mean eight is eight is still pretty pretty. I mean it's it's a little mediocre. Um, as you're looking over it, it doesn't look like. There's anything anything missing from him? It, it's possible it, these things have been down here a long time, so it's possible it's just discharged into the air around you. So it, it has lost its its charge. Understandable. Okay. Um, but you you still have your your whole turn as you do a cursory look over the charger. Cool. I am going to shoot the living shit at some of these warforged. Right. Um, do you have the thing that lets you take attacks within five feet? I do. All right. All right. So uh, I'm going to say the magic words and have Vera uh, pop out, and my animated gun is going to take a, a pot shot. Come on, Vera. Don't fail me now. That is a I crit. mean, that's a crit. Yeah, that'll, that'll All hit. All right. Cool. Uh, so I guess that's 12 plus 6 is 18 damage on that one. All right, that's your um, first attack. And I'm going to go ahead and use my sniper rifle to take another attack on the same guy. That's an 11. Uh, the 11 misses. All right, and I have one more attack, I believe. And that's a 13. 13 just misses. Yep, I think that's all that I can do. Because that's a bonus action, that's an attack action. Uh, and I don't want to provoke an attack of opportunity, so I'm not moving. 
I did forget, Mariah, you did take a lot of damage if you could make yeah. how many how many sources of damage did you take? Uh I think all but it was eight. Okay, so, so you need to make eight <laughs> eight con checks just to okay, that's good. Okay. That's good. Okay. Lost uh, you, it. you do drop uh heat metal. Heat metal, yes. Yep. It's okay. All right. Uh Halo's gonna look at you guys like what do you what do you want me to do? You guys thinking haste or haste um haste I'm fine, haste um. Who's getting hasted? Haste Marcus and Zephyr, please. Okay. Uh that will use he's got four sorcery points left. Uh that will leave him with one, which means he won't be able to dual haste again. But will he be able to just haste one person again? Yes. At the very least. <sighs> Fuck. What do you guys? What do you guys? I, I feel like it might be better just yeah, to just... one person for now. Yeah, just I think so. Who's getting the haste then? Zephyr's the one that goes next, so it might be better on mm-hmm. him. Yeah, yeah. Zephyr, right. you are going to get hasted. All right. Uh, so that is his action to do. Uh, he's just going to look at you like, what the heck is going on right now? Uh, Zephyr, that is your turn. All right. Uh, so I still have a grenade left. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no, indeed. Where do we have the rules for it? As an action, uh, a character can throw the grenade at a point up to sixty feet away. Each creature within twenty feet of an exploding grenade must make a DC fifteen dexterity saving throw or take five d six five d six piercing damage. So I think. The best place you could throw it is here, and you can get these four guys without injuring any of your friends. Okay, perfect. Is that okay with you? Yes. Uh, so dexterity saving throws for those four. Uh, the the DC is 15. Uh, we'll start from the top and go to the bottom. Uh, natural 20, 14, uh, 17. I don't know why that's on advantage. And then... A 19. So only one of them fails. Uh, but they, they're still going to take half damage. So go ahead and roll the 5d6 for me. Alright, so the top one takes 5. The second highest one will take the full 11. And this one will take 5. And the bottom one will take 5. You still have your hasted action. So you can do one attack with that. Uh, I'm going to hit the one below me. Nine. Uh, the nine misses. Alright. Uh, in that case, I'm going to have to Fury of Blows. So again, same one. Uh, 25 21. will hit. Or 20, 21 will hit, yes. And then you get uh, one more unarmed strike, right? Yes. 16, 16 also hits. For another nine. Are you stunning striking, or...? Uh, no. Not for these smaller enemies. All right. Uh, B, it is your turn. Yeah, I guess I'll use Dragon's Breath on the two guys on my right. But before I do that, B is going to be like, please, um, we're just we're just here to look around. We're not here to um, do anything. And she's going to try to persuade them to not, but she's going to hold her action on the Artificer's Glove to use Dragon's Breath. Uh, go ahead and make your persuasion check. 17. 
with your 17, they will look at you with blazing red eyes filled with fury. They Uh release this inhuman metallic grinding sound from deep within their chassis that does not sound like a normal warforged. Normal warforged can speak, they can talk, they sound like humans. There's something wrong with these guys. Oh no, something's wrong. B uses Hold on, <laughs> I need a I need a 5 minute break. Um My hands covered in slime. <laughs> She has these slime things that she it's it's like therapeutic. James, you fell on my socks. What what do you want? I'm in the DM's chair. You want me to come in there and get it off your sock? Uh, No, you're gonna be really upset. I hate slime so much. I can't see it. Casey, would you like me to roll your dragon's breath? Oh, Casey, which one is it? Purple one. I do it. (laughs) Yeah, roll my dragon's breath. What's your DC? What's your your DC? Uh, (laughs) Um, Let me look. You did this to yourself. It's 15. 15. This is so bad. <laughs> All right. 3d6. Um, are you using the fire damage type? Yes. Okay. Uh, we will go clockwise, starting with the one directly above you. Thank you. So it doesn't that's... get put at the front of the episode. I'm going to be so disappointed. It's on the carpet. <laughs> no. Hey, see. All right. Uh, the only one that succeeds is the one to your right. Uh, so the top one takes the full 12. The uh, one diagonal to you dies. It falls unconscious and falls into a sparking mess. Uh, and then the other one takes another six. Did you still want this to be non-lethal or? Well, if they're not regular, if there's something wrong with them. Yep, that was that was my. Yes, that was what I was it, going to point it's out. It's 100% lethal damage. All right. Just like uh, the slime is lethal damage. <laughs> the slime is lethal damage. That's right. James, you don't understand. It got, it fell on my socks. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do about it. Oh, it's so kind of like the Kids' Choice Awards in here. Yeah. I can't get it off my hands. Do you need me to come in there? Casey, do you have... Do you want me to go turn the sink on for you? Do you have the activator, Casey? No, I'm out of the activator. <laughs> Casey, I need you to tell me what you want me to do. I can't wipe my eyes and there's water in there. Hold on, guys. This session is incredibly dramatic and not for the reasons I thought it would be. What do you want me to carry? For B's action, I would like to shoot um Battle Beast uh cannon. <laughs> okay, you're you're going to be at disadvantage for that. Okay. Um I'll just assume I'm assuming you're targeting the one with the least amount of health. Two hand cannon attacks. Uh, we'll do the first one on the injured one at disadvantage. 
Uh, 15 hits, uh, deals 19 bludgeoning damage to it. Uh, and with that first attack, it dies. Also, second attack at disadvantage on the last remaining one. Uh, 17 also hits, dealing it 16 bludgeoning damage. Mirai, it's, it is your turn. This is a very serious session. It is very serious. Then. Man, I feel sorry for what was benching these. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I'm going to disengage. <laughs> okay. I don't know why you would do that, but, you know, feel, feel and free. And I'm, I'm going to move all the way over here. And I'm going to I'm gonna cast Healing Word on myself. Good, good call. Yeah, I'm just going to cast it at first level. All right. It's a free action to, to take a healing potion, right? Or is that a bonus action? The bonus action. Mm, which one's going to give me more healing? The healing potion. <laughs> Definitely the healing potion. I'm going to take the healing potion then. So um, that's nine. That's good. And um, that is, that's my turn. It is the Warforged turns now. Uh, that one's going to just move there. These guys are going to follow Mirai. No! <laughs> what? No, leave me alone! I just ran from you. Wait, that know. one passed by B. Did it? Did she get an attack of opportunity, or did? did they it are specifically oh, moving oh. to avoid attack of opportunity this time. No, leave me alone! I don't want to be around you. That's why I left. Um, we'll start with B since she has the least amount around her. Uh, one one attack on B at regular, no advantage okay. or disadvantage. Uh, do you want Battle B to impose disadvantage? Yes. Okay. So longsword at disadvantage. Uh, and with the ten, it misses you. Sweet. Okay. Uh, we'll go with uh, Marcus next. So four longsword attacks. Oh wait, I forgot the other longsword attack on B. They get they get two attacks. Uh, Twelve also misses B. All right, four attacks on Marcus at advantage. One, two, three, four. Do any of those hit him? I have AC of fifteen. Okay, so, so the fifteen and twenty-three both hit. Uh, Marcus, you take seventeen damage. Okay. So these guys just start slicing up India. Let's do Zephyr next. So six attacks at advantage. Your AC is 21 now with haste. Yeah. I, I was going to say, Zephyr, what's your HP looking like? I'm fine. I'm A-OK. Okay. okay. All right. That's okay. All right. So six attacks at advantage on Zephyr. First one is a 23. Another's uh, 18 misses. 15 misses, 19 misses. Those are the first four. 14 misses, and a crit. So two of them hit you, one's a crit. Uh, Zephyr, okay. you take 22 slashing damage. Now, two attacks. Two attacks added at normal because one had to get in range of Mirai first. So first two. Hits. Uh, 19 and a 16. Uh, both hit. Four, and then eight. That's 12? Yep. I'm down. I need, Mirai, uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 
Seven. You all will watch as the second Warforged, its chest opens, and as Mirai falls to the ground, a thin, silvery mist will escape her mouth and make its way into the chest of the Warforged. Oh. What that, the fuck? What? Marcus, it is your turn. Uh, the Warforged that it went into was this one. What? How? Okay, then. Vera's going to shoot the guy in front of me right there and hopefully do some damage. That's an 11, so they miss. I'm going to take a, a shot at the same guy. That's a 22 to hit. A 22 hits, 10 damage, and, uh, yep. kills it. Great. And I'm going to turn to the other guy and shoot at it as well. That's a 17 to hit. Also hits. 10 damage. Okay. Uh, Halo, it is his turn. He will move there as his main action, so he can do a healing word on Mirai. He will do just a Sacred Rain on the one right here next to B. Dealing it six damage if it fails, it sticks sturdy save which it does, and it had 4 HP left, so it dies. Uh, he does a quick healing word on Mirai, which does not work. What? Zephyr, it is your turn. Fuck me sideways. Okay. Uh, you see Halo's face go pale as he casts healing word, but Mirai does not get up. Yeah, I'm going to move uh, one square up here. Probably attacks from those two. Uh, yes. So, two attacks at advantage. Yes. Uh, both missing. Yeah, I'm going to... Do, do whatever you need to do. She's down. It's it's fine. We'll figure it out. We'll get there. Yeah, I'm attack the blue one. No blue dot on it. Like a Ghostbusters thing where it just releases it. Uh, 25. Seven? Uh, yeah, 25, sorry. Yes, you hit for seven damage. Another eight. Yes. Twenty-four also hits. Okay, good. Twenty-three. Seven damage. Uh that downs it. You will see the silvery mist break out of its chest and return to Mirai. Okay, good. Just cool. It's like a it Ghostbusters is... thing. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? I'm gonna do a uh, second wind. It's 12 extra for me. That'll be it for me. Casey, are you back? I'm back from my war with the slime. All right, it is it's your turn. So I think Battleby maintains Dragon's Breath. That's correct. Um, okay. Battleby has so, not lost concentration on it. I want to do this way. Will I get Halo if I do it this way? Uh, what's the range of Dragon's Breath? The 15-foot cube. 15-foot cone. Um, excuse me, not a cube. Cone. Um, uh, so you can get everyone, uh, you can get these two, just not not this one. Can I step forward? Like, uh, yeah, right, you may. Maybe you may. here? Would that work? Would I still be able to get like right here? Uh, yeah, you can where you, where you were, uh, you can get these four. Okay, that's what I'll do. 
All right. So have them roll. First one is a fail. Second one fail. Third one fail. Fourth one. They all fail. We love to see it. <laughs> okay. And it takes 3D6. 13. All right. They will all take 13 damage with the one on the far left in the elevator shaft crumpling into a pile of metal. I'm really sorry, but you guys aren't like, you're not okay. You're not okay. You're not fine. Uh, Is that the end of uh, B? You still have your main action. I guess B will step forward more using her. Oh, I can use the, the... I'll just use the gun on um, Battle B to shoot the one that's looking pretty messed up in front of Marcus. Ah, 12. 12 misses. You have one more attack. Oh, shoot. Yeah, let me roll. I don't know why I was like, I can only do one. He just looks like visibly upset. She's never, I don't think she's ever seen Warforge act this way. 15. No, 19. 19. Uh, 19 hits. And, and you're targeting the one in front of Marcus? Yeah. It dies. He's like, I got you. Uh, Mirai, please make a death saving throw, please. That is one success. The Warforge. Uh, the two remaining will gather around Zephyr and begin to focus fire him. While this one, uh, I need Lux to make another constitution save okay okay 21 uh this one uh attempts to do the same thing everyone saw this one do its chest opens uh and its core uh begins to resonate uh but this time you see like lux visibly fighting back uh you see like a little bit of thin silvery mist come from her mouth but you see her like take a deep breath in as it appears to have no effect the remaining two will make attacks on zephyr with advantage uh so four longsword attacks uh miss miss hit miss uh so you take eight slashing damage uh marcus it is your turn look here for my lawyer okay well okay then um, All of the Warforged around you are in piles. Right. Uh, I'm going to shoot the nearest Warforged with Vera. Uh, Vera, let's see some magic. That's 17. That'll do. Uh, 15 damage. And then I will take a follow-up shot on the same one with my own rifle. That's 13 to hit. 13 misses, just misses. And a second one, same guy. 14, 14. just hits. <laughs> Nine damage. All right, uh, it is dead. It is very dead. That's all I got. That'll be Halo's turn. Guys are really cleaning up house now. Uh, he's going to, seeing that that thing happen, um, he's going to try once again healing word on Mirai. Uh, this time, Mirai, you get six healing back as you wake up. Thank you, Halo. Uh, Don't go down again. That was scary. Thank you. Yeah, it was. Uh, And then he'll do a Sacred Brain on the Warforged directly ahead of him for seven. 
Warforge makes a dex check, fails, and you'll take seven radiant. Zephyr, that is your turn. Uh, well, child labor laws probably didn't exist when Zephyr was a kid, so he probably grew up working at a steel mill. And it looks like it's time to keep making scrap metal. The nine, nine misses. 24. Uh, which one are you attacking oh, first? Uh, let's, go, let's go with that boy. He's, he seems a little weaker. Uh, seven damage to him. That is enough to down him. You whack it with your your pain sword uh, until it is nothing but a sparking pile of metal. Yep. Uh, I'm going to drop a key point and do Fury of Blows against the this one right here. Okay. Uh, that's a crit. Oh, perfect. Uh, I'm also 15. Getting, I'm going to signing strike that one just out of spite. Okay. Flurry of Blows gives you two unarmed strikes, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want the stunning strike first? A comp save? Uh, well, if it if it fails, uh, that hits because of uh, it being stunned. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. That 19 will hit if it gets stunned. What's your DC against stunned? I believe it is... Let me check. Where's my key? 14. Four, my key save. It gets a 17, so you do not hit it with that last one. Oh, that'll be it for me. B, it is your turn. I guess I'm just going to shoot with the hand cannon on... There's only one left? There's only one left. Yeah, I'll shoot twice. All right. Get away from my friends, you possessed pieces of metal. Two 19s. Takes 24 damage. Uh, Both of those hit, and with two blasts from your hand cannon, uh, it falls limp. Mirai still on the ground as it crumples in front of her, reaching towards her in a very disturbing display. But with that, you guys are out of initiative. I hate these things. Um, you guys are free to do what you would like. Okay. You know, in the past, we thought robots would be serving as martinis or cleaning the house with snarky remarks. Ooh, in all the hells decided to make a soul-stealing robot. That what happened? Well, I'm just little old me, but I'm assuming that's what happened. Uh, Mariah, do you want to make a wisdom Mm -hmm. check to see if you recall what the sensation was like? Uh, wisdom saving throw or just a straight wisdom check? check. Just a check. A ten. You only remember being somewhere very dark and somewhere very small. It felt like you were trapped. Did it at all feel like when I died, when Hugh killed me to get the information that he needed for Navaris? Did it yes. at all? F- okay. Um, she's just kind of like laying there still hasn't gotten up just kind of like looking at this war forged and is like it was very dark it was very small and it felt like she just kind of looks over at B and then over to Marcus and then back to Zephyr it felt like the time that I actually right before we, we met you uh, when Hugh killed me, but it was, you know, that was kind of all in 
I don't want to say in good fun, but it was not like this. This this was different. I think I died. Like I think I died. Yeah. That word. Zephyr's just kind of just take lux. I think B is gonna while Mariah is being comforted by Zephyr, just kind of like look around at the Warforge. Can she do like an investigation check? See if it's like is it like malware or is it something that was installed on there? Uh, mal- malware. Uh, make an arcana check. 25. The core, uh, they're, they're called arcane configurations. They seem to have been warped through intense stress and some kind of, it, it's hard to to say exactly but there is something in these arcane configurations or there was something in there that should not have been this this is all wrong B throws down one of the warforge this is these aren't somebody somebody did this I don't know if this was the accident that happened and that's what caused that um robot up, up upstairs to come but so I think somebody did this. Like, I don't think this was an accident. And it, I don't think it was just like them being, I don't know, corrupted. Marcus, upon hearing that, would look back over the immobile bot at this point and try and take a closer look to try and really give the once over. Take his time trying to figure out what, what's going on with it. Um, yep, make, a, make another investigation check. Now that you're you're out of combat, son of a gun, uh, a twelve. I mean, it's a little better than last time. There, there's not much more I can give you. It seems, despite a few dents from maybe some fallen rubble, all of the cables are are connected. It is an older model, and in that case, it's it's likely that it just discharged into the air due to, you know. Poor wire. Marcus would start to slowly walk down following this wall, and he would be looking for any kind of doors that might lead elsewhere, um, any kind of secret passages that might be used as a hiding spot. Can I uh, take some healing potions? Yes, you, you, you may definitely do that. <laughs> Thank you. I've got three of them. Okay. So, quick thing, Marcus, uh, you do see, now that your dark vision has extended, the hall seems to be continue this way. Uh, however, a large metal door is currently barring uh, the entrance, and it seems to be lacking energy. Uh, it is unpowered. All right, so Marcus go over the door, and he'd look for some kind of uh, is there some kind of a power interface? Are there is like is there a power terminal or some kind of a plug? There are two large indents where large plug-like appendages would be inserted. Uh, you suspect? I see. <laughs> um, uh, I would walk back over to the group and let them know my suspicion of somehow. I think the big robot is the key to getting through that door, if we want to go through that door. Uh, you do also notice that there is an open entrance to your north. Oh, lovely. 
Uh, and the twin elevator uh, over here, the metallic door is is shut, but you can actually see the, the door for this one. This this elevator is the one that had collapsed in above you guys. Do you guys um, want to explore what's up here first, or do you want to try and get to the door? Well, do you guys want to take a short rest to regain any more HP? I would really yes. like that. <laughs> Amongst the wreckage of Warforged, take your short rest. It's still dim light in here, or, well, dark in here, but with dark vision dim light. Occasionally you'll see sparks from low-hanging wires. It seems like a very eerie place to be. But yeah, I think you can almost imagine, like, the workers walking around here, moving various storage containers of Equipment, Warforged walking about, being tested, being created, and now this just seems like a dark, ruined place. He just sits up against the wall and kind of just, like, looks everywhere, kind of picturing, like, different sections, like, what different sections of the room were used for, or if she could make out what they were used for. Kind of, like, Mm. picturing her parents working there. And like what their lives would have been like there. Uh, does anyone do or say anything during this short rest, or is it just kind of a quiet hour as you guys reflect, sharpen your blades, polish your guns? Oh, I mean, well, could I fix mine so it doesn't have the uh, the thing? I believe Marcus can can fix your gun for yes. you. Yes, I can do that. I'd be happy to help you with that gun. Thanks, pal. Yeah, it's okay. It happens to the best of us. Hey, okay. this gun's older than you are. You know, you're not wrong. After Marcus is finished with his weapon, he'd probably just saunter around for a little bit, just kind of absentmindedly, absentmindedly looking around, um, just pacing kind of through the room. With that, your your short rest concludes. You guys get all of your hit points from your hit die that you have spent. Anything that recharges, as uh, after you get all of your key back. I also imagine that, like, <laughs> Mariah's just, like, laying there, like, being extra pitiful, because she's like, I died! It was terrible! <laughs> if we find anything of use, Augustus, that's his name, right? Yeah. Little that's... brat. He... Anyway, Me? I've had many, many arch nemesis back in my day. I never yeah. forgot any one of their names. Wow, and you're like ancient. <laughs> oh my god, B, you just can't call him ancient. He's not right. old. He's just from a different time. Sorry, I'm just really upset and I'm really frustrated and I shouldn't project onto you. I'm sorry. That Mark is, is absolutely just chuckling under his breath. I'm sorry. No. No, it's fine. It's fine. Just oh. you hit the big red button. That's fine. Oh. Pulls out a, a makeup um, pouch and like looks um, for crow's feet on the corner but, of his eyes. I was about to say butcher blue, but never mind. I'm oh. sorry. Take all the time that you need. 
I'm just Honey. gonna go over here and B looks grumpy across the factory room I guess oh my gosh Mariah like stands up and like comes over and gives Zephyr a hug come on she's just she's just a kid you're not you don't look a day over a hundred kids look it's gonna be so hurtful i know i know they can look at you though you're you're young you're spry you're blue papa zephyr and b's first fight (laughs) it's okay she's she you know she's she's upset i get it she's you know this is sensitive so we'll we'll be okay lex can i be honest with you yeah. I don't think I'm ready for kids. Well, um, okay. I I'm glad that we're we're having this discussion now. Yep, in a abandoned factory. Yeah, it seems really like um an interesting place. Um, good news. I'm not ready for kids either at all. So I guess we're on the same page on that. Uh, though I would prefer to say, I, I thought you were going to say good news. I'm not pregnant. Well, that too. <laughs> good news. I'm not ready for kids and I'm not pregnant. Um, but I mean, you know, we'll, we can cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, I, I, I died. You um, got into a fight with B. All of these affect future decisions, surely. Amidst this wonderfully awkward conversation, Mark is going to head north on the map uh, into this little open airway over here to see what's inside this little area to try and escape wherever that is. I think we should follow him, don't you? Come on. I follow, but I walk really quickly to get in front of Zephyr. So I don't have to like, I don't know. There's no possibility of me making eye contact. (laughs) Is he trying to walk faster than me? (laughs) Is Zephyr Zephyr 75 miles per hour westly? I, I I think that Mariah sees that like B is like power walking with her like little legs and she's like, oh no. And then she looks at Zephyr and she's like, duh. Zephyr. I'm I'm just walking. Okay. I'm just casually scrolling. Looks with heels together. <laughs> oh yeah, you got those boots with feet too, boy. Oh, I'm man. not clicking my heels together. Mm, All right. And so... Marcus, as you come into this room, you will see there are three chambers, uh, one to the left, one to the right, and one in the middle. Uh, They have these lifeless mechanical arms that you could have imagined would have assembled and put the pieces of the Warforged together. Uh, You also see along the walls, close to the ceilings, are these racks uh, that hold the skeletal frames of yet-to-be-made Warforged. Hmm. Uh, You also see another inert charger model in the right far-hand corner. You see a desk with uh, what looks to be some kind of mechanical contraption on the desk. To your far right is another room uh, that says Model Archives. Hey guys, look what I found. Hey, B, do you want to go check out the archives, see what we can find? 
yeah, that sounds really good. Cool. I'm going to look at this uh, weird thing on the desk over here. You think you should take Zephyr with you, B? Um, no. He's, oh my god. Oh, fine, I don't want to go anyway. Okay, I'll oh, go. No, 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 no. She'll go up. And she'll, like, gesture for you to bend down so she could talk to you. He does so a bit wearily. Hey. Yeah? I'm sorry. You're not ancient. I'm just projecting my frustration of this whole situation. I projected it onto you, and I'm really sorry. So will you forgive me? Mm. Insight. Thank you for letting me walk quicker than you. Insight. Me insight or your insight? Insight. <laughs> he's, he's inciting you. Oh, no. uh, is B is B lying? No, B's not lying. Yeah, yeah, Zephyr, you see, she's wholeheartedly genuine. Yeah, he kind of suspiciously picks um, picks has teeth with his tongue. Fine, apology accepted for now. Okay, I'll take that. B walks away to the archives. Go help her. She might need help. Go, go, go. I'll just... It's okay. It's okay. Um, Halo can help me. We'll just mouth no kids. So you two are headed off to the archives. Uh, Marcus, you are examining the mechanical contraption on the desk. Yes. Okay. Uh, Please make uh, this this definitely has to be an arcana check this time. I'll give well, you a bardic. I'll give you a bardic. Thank you. You are so uh, welcome. So we'll do the roll, and I will roll a bardic, which is a 1d8. Is that right? Yes, yes, yes. And that's a 1. Wow. Okay. 13 for arcana. So with the 13, I think you can make the assumption that this is something that could be equipped to a mechanical being such as a warforged or another construct for instance bees battle bee uh, oh, though you're uh, not sure what the function of it is marcus will since he knows just enough to have a general idea of what it is uh he would take the piece into the archives after them just to show it to be you guys can go ahead and move over to the archives section. Uh, the door opens as you attempt to open it. And inside, uh, the model archives, they have these several several cases that are stacked high onto each other. In fact, there are two sliding ladders, kind of like library ladders, uh, that would allow you to reach up and get higher into the room. Uh, the containers are flush with each other uh, and you see there is a twisting and then a locking mechanism that allows you to pull a, a drawer out mm -hmm. uh, that's what you see in this room how are they labeled they are labeled by the model name i recognize any of them you do uh you see one labeled shunwei <gasps> B goes to open it is it taller than her uh, so these these containers, they're not but half a foot on either side. As you put your hand on the lock, uh, you twist it and pull out this drawer that has this sort of like 
hissing sound uh, as if it was like pressurized. And inside, you will see arcane configuration, uh, which you would recognize as the core used to make Warforged. Oh, wow. Is there just one? Just one. Guys, this is what's in Shunwei. This is what Shunwei used to power Battlebee. It's like hmm. their heart. Very cool. Which means these other ones are like the other models' hearts. Oh, okay, yeah. That was what I was kind of going to ask. So this is like the, what, like the blueprint for for their hearts? I, I think so. Right, James? James? I don't know if you would know. Uh-oh. It's, it's a... odd. There's an arcane configuration in this case, but there's also an arcane configuration inside of Shunwei. So it's just the heart then. Wait, is this our Shunwei's? This can't be the heart for our Shunwei. Well, it's like a it's like a model for Shunwei. Shunwei is um a type of model. Oh, okay. which makes me okay. feel kind of bad because I called him Shunwei, but it doesn't matter. That's what he wants to be called. Um, yeah. So mm -hmm. there's like a ton of different Shunwei's. That's why that other robot. I think when we were at Roa said mm -hmm. that his name was Shunwei. Hmm. That's right. What do we what do we do with this? Uh, B, you recognize two other models in here. Ooh. Uh, you recognize the OSCR model. Oh, this is this is OSCR. This is um what's his name? Captain Philip? Oh my god. B will open it up and pull one out. Uh there's only one. Uh, but yes, out. there is a there is a core in there or a arcane configuration. This is uh, OSCR, and then this other one. That would be the TED model. This is the TED model. Uh, this would be the transportation express director. Oh, the one that was on the shuttle. That's correct. Yep. Mm. You guys remember we were on that shuttle, and this is this is them. Hmm. Yeah, so I wonder if that Warforge outside that's crushed, the big one, I wonder if, if we can get him free, if this is, we could give him one, if this is broken. Yeah. That's assuming if he's okay. Well, those other ones weren't okay. Bring to the ones you just fought? Mm-hmm. I mean, we heard B shouting that, like, you're not okay! Though oh. what B examined seemed to be the case for all of them in the room. All of them in the room, including Even... the one that was crushed? Oh, uh, you're referring to the charger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, no, that one was just inert. I don't know. It seems like it'd be worth a shot, probably. I mean, what do you guys think? Well, I think we could definitely get some answers that way, but I'm just going to look at all these. B opens every single one. Oh, okay. Uh, I definitely don't have an exhaustive list of, of names, but I have a couple no, no. more. Well, B was just opening them to just kind of like, I guess just examine them, but you don't, obviously I'm not doing that for you to list literally everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have three more that I can give you. Yes. Okay. Uh, one is the... M-I-C-A-H model. Uh, it stands for Medical Intensive Care and Health. 
Probably could have used one of those a minute ago. Another one is the PEACE model. It stands for Paladin Elite Advanced Combat Expert. Oh. Thing goes, oh geez, Lori would not like this one. She puts it back. And then uh, the last one I have is the MAGE model. Magically attuned gnomish evoker. Mage. Y y yep. Funny, because it's like, you know. <laughs> I how, just, you, like, how long did it take you to make that? It took me so long to make all these names. It was like oh, half of my planning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. If we could wake up one of these other ones, it might be helpful. We could get some information. Don't you also have that glove that can, like, do stuff with the Warforged B? Um, yeah, if you remember correctly, B, you were able to use your Battle B to uh, bring, or to, I guess, override that one, one construct that was in the Regenesis facility. We forgot about that. Can I try that with the one buried outside in the rubble? Uh, you sure can. Okay. B will walk out and she'll... Will she know which configuration will work with that model? Uh, so these don't appear to be Warforged. They're constructs. Uh, they do have a core, but it's not as elaborate as the the arcane configurations in storage. Okay, I see. Then yeah, she'll go back out that way and try it out. Okay, so what are you doing specifically? What did I do last time with the glove? You basically use like jumper cables attached from B to the other one uh, to override it. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna look around for jump. Well, actually, Battle B 100% has jumper cables. She opens yeah, you her open her trunk. Her trunk. Right? Yeah. Yes, I open her trunk. We like just gotta use these bad boys. Okay. Uh, which one are you doing it on? There's two you've seen so far. There's the one in the assembly chamber, and then one in the main entrance. Hmm. I guess I'll just use the one in the assembly chamber for now. I want okay. to inspect it for malware first. Or sure. Not please. Please make the same an... type of stuff I saw. Yes. Uh, please make an arcana check. Okay. I'm gonna call Marcus over. Marcus, I need you to come help me look for the things that um that were out there on all the other Warforge, and she like explains it so she can get advantage. Oh, and uh, Mariah will give you a bardic inspiration. Yeah, totally. Let's, let's find them. Find out or investigation, whichever you want. 15. 1, D, 8, 6, 21. 21. Um, so looking over it, everything seems to be in good working condition. Nothing seems out of place. All right. Um, B hands Marcus some of the sides of the jumper cable. Okay, everything looks good. Let's get started. And then she'll be like, hook these up somewhere. <laughs> okay. Just hook them up. Try to open the compartment. All right. Let's uh, see if I can't find some battery terminals or something to uh, to make this not kill me. B, you can make a tinkering check with advantage, since Marcus is helping you. Oof, an Oof. eleven. The eleven's not gonna do it. If th this particular one has been thoroughly depleted of its power. If it is to be awakened, 
it's going to need a little more energy uh, and you can you can give it that but battle b is going to take some damage where should we try the other one before we try and push oh, battle wait. b too far i can heal battle b too correct yes yeah then it's okay okay uh battle right. b in that case takes five points of damage okay uh you see battle b get like a little dizzy, a little drained, but the charger, its head spins around a couple of times before locking into position. It laboriously stands up. You see the energy pack on its back spark to life, uh, and it it looks at you with a curious look, B. Hi! It responds to you in a staticky voice you don't understand. Uh. Uh-oh. Is it is its voice pack broken? Uh no. This is just how it sounds. <laughs> oh no. I can't understand it. Can I make like a check to see if it's like a different language? Uh sure, yeah. You could well let me make sure you don't actually know this language before I just spout nonsense. Um I mean, you could make a history check. Uh you are you are unsure of the language it's speaking. Oh, geez, I don't understand. B looks at everyone do, else. Do we all hear this? Because I speak a lot of languages. Uh, what languages do you speak? Common, Dwarfish, Elfish, Undercommon, Sylvan, and Draconic. It is none of those. All right, well, we tried. Uh, Zephyr might speak the language, actually. Is it like um, the elemental language that um, Genasi get, then? Uh, mayhaps. Let me see. So I have common, primordial, gnomish. Ah, primordial. And yes, that would be it. Uh, so, yeah, Zephyr, you you understand this thing. It's trying to speak common, but due to the amount of energy that it holds, it's coming out in an electric, primordial language. Kind of like a mix between Orin and Ignin. Basically. So he has a, a very thick accent. Yes, it sounds like uh, literal static electricity coming out of his mouth. Uh, but yeah, Zephyr, you, you basically hear it say, What do I need to charge? Sorry, what do I need to charge? Yes. What do I need to charge? Oh, uh, B, what does it need to charge? You could help us charge the um, other Warforged out there under the rubble. That would be great. Yeah, there's also, go... the, there's also a door. A door that we need to power up. Yes. Yeah, go go charge the other one. Another ward forge. Uh, it will begin shuffling this way. So I you you all couldn't understand them? No. What language is that? But I know. I'll leave that up to you. Is this just something Zephyr kind of innately understands? He he's basically like anyone else who heard this, it literally sounds like static electricity. I mean, it, you know, like the Seventh Kingdom accent? Kind of like that, but like, hmm. I don't know. No, it just sounded like static that you like get from like the TV, you know? Is that what a Seventh <laughs> Kingdom accent sounds like? Yeah. As you guys are having this conversation, uh, Marcus, uh, you will watch as it looks at the unconscious one, cocks its head, 
swivels its head to look at you and, you know, static electricity erupts from its mouth as it tries to communicate with you. Uh, Zephyr? Yeah, what, what did it say? Yeah, you, you hear Marcus in the other room saying, Zephyr? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it will repeat itself. I cannot charge this one. It is not alive. Sorry for your loss. Uh, okay, go charge that door then. Please and thank you. Okay. It will begin shuffling. Come on. Let's, let's, um, let's go with the boys. And now Zephyr is the parent of a Warforged. Isn't that Oh my god, and he didn't want to have kids before, and now he has a kid. Hey, Zephyr, you just adopted a Warforged! Uh, you will watch as it sticks its plug-like hands into the wall. Electricity will zap from its back. Uh, the door will shudder, but remain closed, and its head will swivel. I do not have enough power to open the door. Uh, he doesn't have enough juice. Uh, ask him what we can do to help. Please. You will need at least two chargers to open this door. Where's another? Ask him where another charger is. Well. Hey, B, can you mend the other one? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Go ahead and give me another tinkering check to try and revive this one. B turns around and looks at Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) Mariah um, Mariah comes over immediately and is like, you can do it. And don't forget, you can give yourself guidance. Yes, I give myself guidance. I'm like, you're right, I could do it. I high-five myself. Good. 24. Okay. Plus three, 27. No, no, no. And yeah. you have a, I gave you a Bardic. Oh my God. If you want to use it, you don't have to. I, I think How, 23 is, is probably good enough. No, it's 24, 25, 27. 20, 27 is probably good enough. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll i be nice this time, I think. Okay, all right. Oh, you're so <laughs> nice, Mr. Mayor. Thank you. Yeah, so this one was easier to reboot. Uh, you plug up Battleby. Battleby makes a, like, whirring sound, like like R2-D2. I don't know what Battleby sounds like. It's up to you. But uh, this one wakes up. Its eyes light up the same color as, as Battleby's, just like the other one. Uh, and it stands up, and its mouth sparks with uh, electric energy. What do I need to charge? Will you charge that door, please, with your friend? It will kind of push past you. These things, their legs don't come really far up the gr- off the ground. They, they seem very immobile. Uh, but it will slowly shuffle past you. Okay, and, and as they charge the doors, B is going to use mending on battle b so i think it okay. just takes like a minute yeah just takes a minute uh you will see this this charger take its plugs and stick it into the power supply of the one behind it kind of like a daisy chain and you will see them both spark up with electricity and the door opens looking down this hallway does anything appear like out of place like, was this, has this been sealed for a long time? Uh, yes, it has been a very long time. Cool. Actually, make an investigation check. Alrighty then. Where are you? There you are. That's an 11. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the door has been sealed a very long time. Or I Ooh. leans over to Zephyr and is like, why don't you go help him? <laughs> I think Marcus is losing his touch. <laughs> Can B make a perception check to see if she heard that? I mean, you're you're pretty close to Mirai. Oh, she was whispering it though. Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, I'll make a perception. Make make a perception check. <laughs> I got a, a, a twenty. What, you guys B, are wasting your rolls here. B goes, <laughs> oh fucking no. You just like so. Mariah's just talking to Zephyr. B's just looking at the door, and then, then you just hear her go, "Yikes!" <laughs> Mariah just comes over and just and like that's it. Pat's B and is like, "Look, I had to build up his confidence after you tried to like completely shatter it by calling him ancient." Okay, first I shouldn't have said that. I, I know that. Okay, um, it's just you know. Also, we we say some things. I'm not gonna tell Marcus. Zephyr's just over by Marcus, like, "Hey, hey, man, I just want to let you know that you know that she's saying that she's that you're losing your touch. I don't think you are. I, I don't know why she said that. That's very like uncharacteristically rude of her. Betrayal, absolute betrayal." Make a perception Lanta. check to see if you hear that. Oh, I'm gonna make yeah. a perception check to see if I hear that. <laughs> yeah, me too. 19. This is like verbal PvP. I don't like this. <laughs> so, Mariah, Marcus turns to you and just looks at you with just hurt in his eyes. It doesn't say anything and starts walking down the hallway. Marcus, no! Ooh, wow, we're just. <laughs> My God. That for Mariah looks at you and she narrows her eyes. You're in trouble. You're sleeping on the couch. Uh, oh, oh, hey, Mariah, Mariah. She pulls yeah. on your your shirt. Can I have his ice cream pints? Absolutely. Oh my god, yes. And then she walks by. So here's here's the real question. Does Zephyr Party's trust Marcus apart. enough to go off of his investigation check, or does he also think he's losing it and needs to make his own? Oh no. <laughs> Arcus is slowly walking okay. down this hallway just for those who are aware. I'll just I'll just I'll just I'll just do it for, for because I'm a hobbyist. It's part of my hobby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Respectful said advantage because of the spine because of the glass. Yeah, so as the door opens, you will see that yes, the door has been closed for a long time. However, there is a foot of, uh, or a trail of footprints in the dust that leads and seemingly appears on the direct opposite side of the door. Uh, how, what size are these footprints? Normal sized. Like, so a, like, like your size, like, like a, human? Sh- a shoe size 10. Interesting. Yeah, specifically 10. You have to remember that. Oh, okay. It's in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the only thing I remember. <laughs> yeah, Zephyr is 11 and a half, just for anyone curious. <laughs> if you really want to go for that Zephyr cosplay. Oh my god. Uh, Marcus is going to head south on this map into this little antechamber. Okay. Um, you will also um, notice that to your right, uh, there is a door over here as well. Well, this is the first one that's come across, so he's going to uh, investigate down here and Make sure there's no traps in the way. All right, B, come on, let's go. Halo. Did you ever? Did you ever give B the uh, contraption? By the way. Uh, nope, I didn't. Okay. Oh. 
okay be skedaddles she's like wait wait she's like talking to mariah as they go what kind of pies does he have in the fridge He's definitely got like a, a like a mint chocolate chip. He's a big fan of chocolate too. I feel like that's like kind of the old school in him. Um, he doesn't even know mm-hmm. any chocolate chip or cookie dough. <laughs> Being real chill for uh, having your your ass kicked. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! As you guys walk past the Chargers, they they zap at you in their language. No one understands them, but Zephyr, uh, but they're basically just like, we'll be here if you need us. He just waves at them without knowing what they say. Okay. Mariah just gives Zephyr a kiss on the cheek when she walks by, and she's like, don't worry, you don't have to sleep on the couch tonight. I'm getting so many mixed messages from you. I'm just playing with you. Come on. I still get your your ice cream. That's true, she does. Yeah. Dibs, she tries to walk quicker than you again. Wait, I can B, probably outpace you just by just by strolling casually. He sprints. He's sprinting. Marcus, you will see plaques on these sides of the doors here. Uh, you'll mm-hmm. see conference room A, conference room B. Uh, you'll see records here, and then there's a series of offices over here, and then um, uh, also another inert charger in the corner over here. Marcus would probably head over to conference room A first. Um, uh, opening the door. Yeah, you see a place where they would have conducted developer meetings. Uh, you see various schematics on the desk for various types of Warforged. I'd probably give them a cursory glance, but I'd probably just end up ignoring most of them and just picking them up and take them with me so I can give them over to, uh, to B. Okay. I'd head over to the second conference room. Uh, As you guys are kind of filtering into the room, uh, Zephyr, you will notice that the footprints in the dust lead to the records room. Marcus, as you go to the conference room, you will see on the conference table another odd-looking mechanical contraption. Is it the same kind of contraption or slightly different? Uh, It is different. Uh, he'll collect it, and then uh, as he walks out of the conference room, he'd look at B and give her both contraptions as well as the blueprints and say, hey, you probably know what this means. What are the blueprints do again? So as you look over them, uh, they are for existing Warforged designs, but they are enhancements or modifications that can be made. And then you hand her the, the, the orb thing? Yeah, you have. There's two orb things, actually. Uh, the, the yellow, the yellow orbs are just representations of there being uh, collectible, <laughs> collectible items. There, they're not actually orbs. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, okay. So, is it just blueprints? <laughs> no. So, the uh, he hands you two mechanical contraptions. Uh, do you want to make a, an Arcana check on them or a tink? It'd be Arcana, so go ahead and do Arcana. Okay. I give myself guidance. Well, okay. I gave you that, um, that Bardic. Yeah, earlier. Mm-hmm. 12 plus, okay. I'll do a D8 for the Bardic, right? Yep. I'll do a D4 first, see if that's good enough. 16. Oh, yeah. 16 is fine. 
you can see that this is a, an upgrade that you could add to Battle Bee. You can see that you can attach them in supporting appendages, i.e. legs, and this is called the Spring-Loaded Dodge Upgrade. Uh, when your defender is subjected to an effect that allows it to make a dexterity saving throw to take only half damage, it instead takes no damage if it succeeds on the saving throw and only half if it fails. Oh, sweet. How long will it take me? How long do I estimate that it'll take me to attach these? A short rest. Be screams a little. Oh okay. my god! Uh, the second one, also please make an arcana check. Okay. I give myself guidance. Sure, sure. 25. Oh, 25 is fine, yeah. Uh, so this one is called the Quick Fix. You equip your defender with a damage sensing control, allowing it to immediately repair itself. Whenever your defender is dealt damage, it may use its reaction to use its repair ability. Your defender is unable to take this reaction if the damage taken would reduce it to zero hit points. Oh, sweet. Battleby's going to be self-sufficient. <laughs> nice. Yep, those are the two upgrades you have found so far. He looks around. Uh, Maybe there are more upgrades. Which way do the footprints go? They go directly to the records room. Yeah, I'm going to start moving that way. Uh, you open the door. It is locked, but you do have two people here that have tinkering slash thieves tools that could easily open the door. Uh, is it, what's the door I made out of? It's just a... I guess it would be a metal door, yeah. You've got three people with thieves tools. Is it on hinges? It, it, it is on hinges, yes. What are you going to do? Move the uh, hinges, probably. Move the pin from the hinge. Well, yeah, but a bit more forcefully. I'm going to try and kick it down. Oh, oh please. Just, just take, take the pins out of the hinge first. No, no, no. Just kick it down. Just kick it down. Okay, okay. No, Marcus is right. I point my gun at the hinge. <laughs> uh, roll, roll a d2 to see what side of the door the hinges are on. Uh, one, it's on oh. your side. Two, it's on the other side. Okay, it's on your side. Um, yeah, you can you can easily take the hinges off of the door. You you take the door down in a couple of minutes, and yeah, you will see a variety of cabinets inside the records room. Can I see where the footprints went? They went to this chest here. Zephyr is just going to like slowly approach it okay. with his gun, just kind of at the ready. And I do like an investigation, see if like there are any uh, like any traps or anything attached to it. Please do. Left you a bardic before you go in. Nineteen, because we use the uh, mm -hmm. detective lens thing. What is this called? Uh, magnifying magnifying glass. Yeah. As you look at the chest, you will notice on the chest there are no traps. All right. Uh, let's pop this bad boy open. Uh, yep, so you open open the chest. Uh, make a... No, just kidding. Yeah, so you will see inside is something called a Hadier Reforged Project. I'm going to skim through it a little bit. So looking at it, you will 
through cursory glance, noticing or reading that the Hadir Reforged project was basically a sub-project that was intended that if the event, in the event that the reality bomb failed, uh, <laughs> they would create a massive large-scale warforge that would be capable of combating the Demon King directly. Uh, it was intended to hold the spirit or the soul of the god Hadir. Uh, you will also see that it was, before it was completed, it was canceled by the head of the Ironheart Initiative, William McDuckett. Uh, his reasoning was that he believed the project was too dangerous. Yeah. Due to the fact that the model would be equipped with weapons of mass destruction, and Hadir provided no guarantee that he would leave the Warforged once the goal had been accomplished. Well, good thing they already use this thing. Please make an investigation check on the file. 14. With a 14, you will notice the schematics are missing. Balls. Uh-oh. Ah. I, um... You, you can just kind of see Zephyr just, like, whenever Zephyr is, like, kind of deep in thought, he kind of, like, just bites his lip and, like, he well, he has that look right now. Uh, Mariah just, like, moves past and, like, moves next to, um, next to Zephyr, and it's like, is everything okay? Uh, well, uh, oh, no. several bad implications here. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you know that one god Hadir? Uh, do I? Uh, you can make a history check. Uh, well, a nat yeah. double nat 20s. Yes, he is the, the god of war. Uh, right. The god of war and military stratagem. <laughs> yeah, like the, the god of war and military stratagem, right. Okay. Uh, They're planning to build a war forge that, uh, well, could essentially embody his soul <laughs> in order to fight the demon king directly. <laughs> There's, that, 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 that can't be possible. I, oh, well, I'm, those, those Warforge did you said that they like what what happened when I went down they you said that they absorbed your soul oh okay all right Mariah just like looks back at B and then looks at Zephyr is B in that room or is she just like hanging back while the three of them are in there you know, right when I think we've invented the worst thing to ever be conceived, somehow these same projects always come back and just top that. He's chilling at the door watching you guys. Um, I'm gonna, like, lean in to um, Zephyr and just be like, the implications here are not great. No. We have to tell her mariah looks over at marcus as you guys stand there in brief silence you feel a rumbling below oh no 
Um, wait. Out of character. When, Stephanie, you said the implications aren't great. Did I miss something? Um, out of character, I think we're talking about warforged that can steal souls. Yeah. And yeah. perhaps give souls to something else. Yeah. Implications, not great. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it could, I mean, you could, it's, it's a huge logical jump to be like, this could be Bert, but like, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that Mariah thinks that. I just think she's like, oh shit, the implications of Warforged that can down people and steal their souls and put them into machines is, is not good, bad, mm-hmm. not great. Frighteningly, that would be one way to create immortal soldiers, wouldn't it? Yeah, Zephyr's also, I don't know, if like this was like their B plan, like it really shows like how little faith they had the A plan, that being him. Oh, baby. Probably not a lack of faith in the delivery system, more of the operational system of the bomb. But Zephyr probably doesn't feel that way. Uh, Marcus kind of looks at both uh, Zephyr and Mirai, and he just kind of turns around and starts to walk towards B. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, grab that file. Come on. Yeah. There are more filing cabinets you can look in in this room. Wait. <laughs> as soon as, like, Mirai turns around, she sees another filing cabinet, and she's like, Aren't, did you not open any of these? Mm-hmm. Here, she's gonna give you a last bardic inspiration. And she's like, okay, just, I'm gonna go sit with B. All right, and you look in here, okay? All right. Uh, yeah, and Mariah will give him a kiss on the cheek and go uh, sit with B while uh, Marcus is gonna give her the orb. Mm-hmm. Marcus is going to kind of uh, get down on the knee so we can see Meet B on eye level. Uh, B, when we first came in here, Zephyr and I found something that we felt you needed to know, but felt you maybe were not ready for it. But based on current circumstances, I we feel like you need to know this. And we think you need to know what happened here. At which point, he would reach into his coat and he would pull out the the orb. Oh, well, do you know what that is? The orb? Uh, you can make an arcana check on it. Okay, 13. I think you're, you're pretty used to seeing them uh, used as surveillance systems. Say, security orb slash scrying orb. It records uh, events that, you know, have transpired in the nearby area and are able to record visual and sound. Okay, you will just reach your hands out for it. And he would give it to you without issue. Uh, as okay. it falls in your hands, uh, you will see the image playback of the people running in fear from some unknowable danger. Uh, there's a crash. The orb falls from the ceiling, cracks on the floor, and stomping past, breathing terrible fire, is a construct that resembles a dinosaur-like mechanism and following shortly behind it 
is a small gnomish figure wielding an artificer's glove. Is the face, the figure, like, hooded or anything? Uh, their hair is blackened with ash and soot, and they have goggles over their eyes. Are they facing forward to the camera or away? Uh, they're coming at it sort of sidelong. But you can get, like, a view of the face? More, more or less, yes. Okay, so she knows it's Bert. Yes. Okay. Um, why, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't under, I don't understand. Where did you find, where did you say you found this? We found it upstairs. Right before the elevators. But, but he, he wasn't, he wasn't here. He said he wasn't here, but he's here. Why is he doing this? I don't, there, there, I don't. There might be some other expl explanation. Yeah, I mean, it's, maybe it's not all as it seems. Why is he here? Why, why was he there? He said he, he's always told me that, um, that he, that he wasn't, that he wasn't there when it happened. He may not have been downstairs when it happened. He told you to protect you, B. Well, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. This is, this is really upsetting. I think B's just gonna go sit in the corner. Oh, B. I'll just be right back. I'm just gonna go sit over there for a second. No, I'm. Mariah gets up and, and goes and sits with her. Right no, now. no, um, I just, I just, Mariah. I just. Okay. Oh, all right. She stops. Doesn't she? Just lets B have her, her time. Um, Marcus would kind of look over at Halo, with his and like dart his eyes, in the direction that B went into. But we'll look at look at you, B. B, do you? He's trying to like determine if you. He, he feels like you just need a moment alone. Uh, he's not sure if he should, you know. I just, I just need a second. Okay. He'll, he'll nod and he'll say, we're, um, we're, we're all here for you, B. I know. And... I'll just, I'll just be, I'll just be a minute. And then she'll lean her head back on the wall. As you lean on the wall, you will see this office here. There's a name card above the door with the last name of Nimblefix. I think B will just get up and walk over there. Does there, does anybody, does the party know her, act like her? No. Nope. I know mm -hmm. that you're, you told me that your parents died, but that you didn't tell me anything else. I didn't know if like she had ever mentioned because her name is hyphenated, but I didn't know if I had ever mentioned that. Nope. Okay. Yeah, she's just gonna get up and walk over there. Uh, so as B does this, what are you guys doing? Still uh, looking through the filing. Yeah, Mariah's just kind of like standing in the doorway watching Zephyr look through the filings. Marcus would be keeping polite disinterest uh, while maintaining. Uh, a watchful eye on her. So wow, Zephyr... this is a this is a cute little office. Mm -hmm. So Zephyr and Marai, are you both going through the documents? Um, I'll help him. Okay. So 
give him advantage. No roll. All the all the paperwork is here. It's just a matter of of spending the time to do it. Yeah. Um, looking over the records, you will find in this cabinet specifically an ancient page uh, that is seemingly preserved by magic. It details the steps for creating an arcane configuration. A device capable of retaining an individual's soul. Uh, the original text of the paper is written in Infernal, but there oh, are transcribed versions available. I read Infernal. Oh, well, there, there you go. This kind of reminds me of that piece of paper that we got from Regenesis. The spell... Hmm. Is it the I have that paper with me still? Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna like take it out because it's also preserved by magic. Do they look like they might have come from similar paper, maybe the same notebook, preserved with the same kind of magic, something of that nature? Both have one edge that is noticeably torn. Do they fit together? They do not. Okay. Is it the same edge that's noticeably torn? The same side, yes. Okay. Are they the same size of paper? <laughs> yes, they are. Okay. And same like color. Does the writing look the same? It does indeed. Okay. I think that these came from the same book. She's just like kind of holding both of them up. This is proving to be a little bit of a problem. As you continue to look through the cabinets, you get a brief understanding of how Warforged are created. Uh, they are created by trapping a soul inside of an arcane configuration, using it to power an artificial body, much like how a soul is contained and powers a biological one. By doing so, the individual could live indefinitely, so long as the soul remained intact. Unlike a biological body, whose soul is dispersed over time, a process known as chromoplasmic decay, the artificial body retains the entire soul in a more efficient manner. The loss of one's biological body did, however, have its drawbacks. When transferred to an arcane configuration, a soul would lose much of their personality as well as the ability to feel complex emotions. Though knowledge and skills acquired during the soul's lifetime were left intact. Once within an arcane configuration, a warforged soul could be easily replicated and transferred to other configurations, allowing for models with the same functionality and specifications to be created. The cost of such replications seemed minimal and didn't impact the performance of the host warforged, only needing a material component of diamond to initiate the transfer of energy. You will also find a list of donors. You will see donors? Micah Hartley, a practiced wartime medic, Oscar Evers, a skilled airship pilot, Theodore Marlowe, a skilled land vehicle pilot, Evangeline Dawnlight, a devoted and holy knight, Daphne Dappercap, 
a powerful wizard evoker. The list continues. B, as you are in the office, you will see a photo of your parents with a much younger you. Uh, they have a filing cabinet their own, and on the wall is the words, the Whole Heart Initiative. B takes the photo down. It's probably just like one of the photos that her dad has up in the mm -hmm. house, but she'll take that one too. Mm -hmm. And then she'll head over to that cabinet. So you will see documents detailing the Whole Heart Project, which was a subproject of the Iron Heart Initiative. It was organized and led by Charlotte and Franklin Nimblefix. The project's goal was to embody the complete person within a Warforged, rather than just their base personality and knowledge. However, the project was expensive and faced difficulties getting the funding it needed. This was mainly due to the demands for time. Over the course of the project, only one model was ever created. However, unlike other models, this one was unique and could not be replicated. That would be the happy model, which stands for heart and person perfectly imbued. Where's the, ha can she find like somewhere where the happy model is? Uh, there's no documentation on its current whereabouts. Um, she's going to go through all of like, just go through the whole cabinet, like just throwing stuff out. Is that like what she finds? Mm-hmm. Okay. She can't find like who the, the person was. Surprisingly, there is no donor. She takes a look around the office. What does it look like? It looks neatly decorated. The picture of you was front and center on their desk. There was definitely scraps of paper lying around uh, from probably the messier of the two in, in the relationship. Uh, while aspects of it are also neat and organized from the other. I have a question. Um, sure. What was on the Regenerous uh, scroll paper? It was the the, the formula process for, for making a homunculus. Thank you. Does this sheet contain the same symbol that Marcus found on that um, little box that I sure believe... Shit. It uh, has kind of scribbled on it a circle with a triangle with a square with another circle. Mariah hands the paper to Marcus. We're fucked. Everything's just coming together, isn't it? Taking people, sucking the souls out of other people. That's definitely one way to preserve somebody. You recall back to seeing the simulacrum of Nicholas, which seemed to combine both biological and mechanical aspects, with at the center of his chest something that resembled an arcane configuration. If we were to try, if we were to put these two pages together, would we, well, we wouldn't know shit about it. They're from the same book. Yeah. Ripped in the same way. The yeah. handwriting's the same. Yeah. 
We just need to find the other pages. It wasn't a two-page book. I bet okay. Ellie hasn't. I bet you're right. Bitch. Maybe she sold us. I don't know. We mm. should talk to her eventually, but we have other things to take care of first. Absolutely. Marcus would head towards the office and kind of poke his head inside. You okay in there, B? Before I like do this whole the whole role play thing again, based off of the did V know fully what the Ironheart Initiative was? Um, I don't know if you you knew it was its goal was to make Warforged for the war effort. Okay, so she did not know that it was people's souls being put into machines. Correct. Okay, based off of this, would that stuff be noted in the records for the the whole heart or whatever it was called? Like based uh, off of just reading the whole heart, she would be like, "Oh my gosh, they were putting souls into these things." So that's the interesting part. The whole heart initiative doesn't list a donor, so either they didn't disclose their name or there was none. Like. In, so in the whole heart paperwork, would it state that the Ironheart Initiative was using people and putting them in Warforged and it was basically like wiping everything? I think it would have implied that there were some difficulties with the other method. She gets up. B walks over to, I guess, the filing cabinets and sees like, is Lux and Zephyr still like going through stuff? Yeah, I think they're still going through stuff and, like, holding the paperwork and discussing things. Can you tell if it's forced? Oh, it says so. Also, uh, about the name earlier, like, the one uh, airship pilot. Evers. Yeah, what, what was the name of that one again? The OSCR. It was created from Oscar Evers. Uh, would I know that name? I'll leave that up to you to determine because this this project was actually being initiated around or it was being worked on while you were in the war. So I think it's fine to say that you would have known this person. Uh, we can also leave it ambiguous, like, you know, Zephyr just lingering his gaze on the on the name. Yeah, I go with the ambiguity. Um I don't know if it says that it's it's forced. It says that they were donors. That kind of indicates that it was voluntary, I guess, but I just kind of like look over at Zephyr and I look back to be like, how could somebody do this willingly? I don't think we have enough information right now to kind of go that route. I feel like there's a lot more of this facility that we're just catching the very tip of the iceberg. We should, we should gather what we can, stick it somewhere safe, and I think we should try and keep going, see what else we can find, because I think we owe it to anybody who died here to figure out what happened. Mm -hmm. We'll still have a hallway out here we haven't gone through yet. Yeah. yeah. And in the basement. Yeah, the basement is definitely the biggest thing next, yeah. Um, Mariah will like look over to Battle B and then look over to B and be like, We should store this in Battle B if we can. Pops the trunk. Uh, does B say anything about her parents' project? Well, first, she looks at Battle B because Battle B is powered by Shunwei. 
mm-hmm. and was and it's just like that's a she's a person and I'll never know who she is maybe I maybe there's paperwork that like will tell me who she is that'll tell me who Shunwei is get everything out of here that we can he just goes and is like telling Zephyr to pick up a filing cabinet and just dump the contents into the trunk. <laughs> Look, I can't read all of this right now, so you just gotta dump all of it. Tax records and all. Tax, tax records and all. We're gonna have to go to the police. Here are in her initiative. We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Who sends this crap? <laughs> oh, we don't we don't need those. You can you could throw those out. Oof. Oh, but my parents were my parents, she's gonna look at the paperwork. They were the head of this initiative that was like a sub-initiative of the Ironheart. Um, and they they were working on a way to fully embody the person and like not leave anything out. There on this paperwork, it says that um she's gonna start waving around. That there was one model that was made and it was, uh, it's Happy. Uh, their name is Happy and it, it was, it can't be replicated. Hold on. Artie's trying to rub himself up against the mic. Oh. <laughs> Artie, my boy, I'm here. Artie's such a loser. Okay. And they made one. They made this model called Happy and it can't be replicated. And yeah. And there's no donor listed. He hands the paperwork to whoever's closest. Probably just Marcus. Um, yeah, Marcus would take that and try and read it. We can find That's... out more. Yeah. Maybe well, from what you said, it maybe sounds like your parents didn't really agree with what was going on completely. But all of this, and she kind of holds, you know, the the scroll or the piece of paper from Regenesis and Genesis? What is Regenesis? Yeah. So she holds up the 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 paper from Regenesis and the one from here, the Ironheart Initiative. She's just kind of shakes her head and is like, it just seems like whatever was happening here may have some way been connected, or at least connected to the person. And it has the same symbol, and we know that that's all connected to Flamel. To take the soul of a god, what would they have had to do? I guess our answer might be in the basement, but I'm—that's a little frightening to me. Uh, James, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you say earlier, uh, amongst one of your descriptions, that the god? And I'm going to butcher their name, and I apologize. Uh, Nadir. Nadir, thank you. Did they not say that they could not guarantee that they would leave the the Warforged vessel vessel once the Demon King was taken care of? Almost like having a... Yes, that, that is correct. William canceled the project because it put too much power in the hands of one one being and that being was not willing to agree to relieving that power. I think we have to find Happy. Happy seems to be the direct opposite of the Ironheart Initiative. So 
I think we find happy, we find the answers to what happened and how to fix things. I think we have a lot left to explore in here. Mm-hmm. There are multiple other levels as well before the basement. Damn. Hey, are we not going to make our meeting with Augustus? Uh, yeah. As long as you guys don't take a long rest, uh, you, you should be able to meet him. I mean, not that that particularly matters anymore. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we are, we have de- stepped into the deep end and that we're like, okay, great. I mean, sure, there's money on the table, but like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Very quickly, there are some offices that haven't been explored. I'll just go ahead and say uh, there's only one with an item inside. You're too kind. You are too kind. Just for simplicity's sake. But um, in the, this office here, if you guys can see me pinging, uh, okay. there's another mechanical contraption on the desk. Jeffrey uh, just went in there know. and stood on the whole ass table. <laughs> I tried moving to the corner. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, does no, I'm making our arcana check on it. You guys, I'm out of bardic, so you guys are your own. You're you shit out of luck. I've been abused. <laughs> Who hurt you? Roll, Plus, roll, don't roll. I have a bardic? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, twenty. Okay. <laughs> this upgrade is named Dazzling Attack. You equip your defender with built-in fireworks and sparklers. Whenever your defender attacks, it unleashes a dazzling display of color and fire. This upgrade provides no mechanical benefits. We should give that to Augustus. Oh my god, this we is... Did. Wow, this is... Okay, first, I hate Augustus. Um, <laughs> I don't... I don't... What a prank. This this is the best... Problem, I mean, other than finding my, my parents' office, this is the best thing I've come across today. I don't think he deserves this. I think Battle B deserves to be able to spit fireworks out um, of her ass. I, I'm not going to disagree with you, but he'll probably pay you probably a thousand gold for that. Oh my god, Halo. this is going to be so good. This makes me feel so much better. Halo whispers to you, Marcus. Um, I think it's just a coping mechanism for right now. I think she's going through a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 That's where we end our session with you guys in the facility deep underground, having learned some disturbing info. What do you guys think so far of uh, the Warforged? So bad. It's an absolutely fascinating concept. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. I yeah, that's what I think too. It's 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 wild. Like this, this goes really deep. Thanks for listening to another episode of Radio D&D. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Radio DD Pod, and make sure to check out Drawforth Arts on Instagram. They created our podcast cover art and did an absolute amazing job. If you liked what you heard, please rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. Hi, I'm Stephanie. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Plain Ethereal. That's P-L-A-I-N Ethereal. I'm Ethan, and you can find me at my Twitter, at Badger underscore D, N as in the letter D. Join us next time on Radio D&D.
I texted Casey and I was like, I'm dead. I've died. And I said, Caleb tried to wake me up, but I I didn't make it. It didn't work. And she said, oh, I'm Jim Rye's okay now, but my socks, they will not be making it. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I just want to know what the hell she may have possibly done with all that slime. 